Welcome to the Growing Home Podcast, where we hope to inspire you to lead a life of slow living, nourishing food, family culture, homemaking, and homesteading. This is where we cultivate new skills and fortify our joy alongside you. Welcome back to the Growing Home Podcast. I'm Lauren, one of your hosts here with my co-host and best friend, Evan. Hello. And today we're going to talk about our pantry or kind of like kitchen staples that we have multi multiple purposes for and talk about how we use them, why we always have them on hand. And yeah, maybe it'll be helpful to you guys. Also, you, I don't have a baby on me today as of now, but I do have an eight-week-old puppy. So oh, if yeah. you hear some like chomping, whining, um, she's currently chewing on my fingers. So that's that's that. I just wanted to give a small and respect. distracting me. She's yeah. so cute. Tell them her name. She's gonna be my one of my high-low buffaloes. So we're gonna. I'll wait. Okay. 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 Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll open it up with, we're just going to go back and forth and share three each. So my first one is honey. It came to mind instantly, top top of my list. I use it in so many different ways. I actually have um, multiple gallons of it. Like I have a, I think it's a five gallon bucket full of honey. (laughs) I know Lauren's like making crazy faces. Seems crazy, but I use it. It keeps well for a long period of time. You know, you talk about prep food. That's my first thing that comes to mind. It's got so many purposes and nutrients. It's antibacterial and preservative. Um, It's a great way to store other food if I had to in a pinch. So anyway, I use it for sauces and cooking and um, toasts or sandwiches or whatever, all kinds of baking if I needed to, Um, glazes. And then I can also use it for face masks, things like that, beauty recipes and gifts. I love to make oxymils, which are like infused apple cider vinegar, herbal um, concoctions, and then you use honey in them too. I like to make fire cider with a little bit of honey sometimes. I like to make infused honeys. You can um, make like a sore throat honey or cold honey or lavender honey, all kinds of things. So I think it's um, really multi-purpose, and also you can use it on wounds. It's actually something I do reach for when I have a wound and I don't have anything else. So that's my first one. Also, it's romantic. Yeah. Um, my first is less romantic. It's frozen chicken. <laughs> I love it. This is such like every. We're always painting a an accurate picture of our differences here. Yeah, we are. Um. You know, when Evan proposed this episode idea, I wasn't really totally sure what she was talking, like where yeah. she was really coming from. And and then she was like, well, in all the different uses. And I was like, I thought you meant are like three things that we always have for cooking. I didn't know at first that she meant, you know, multiple uses in the house. So my next two are more multi-purpose, but I, I just couldn't really let go of the frozen chicken because when I think about like what I need um, to make just like any recipe that I might want to make, it's frozen chicken thighs or chicken breasts. And I, I I, totally advocate for buying whole chickens and cutting it yourself. But for me, like when I want to make a quick meal, when I don't want to eat out, but I know we're going to be out all day or 
I had like a lot going on in the house that day. I I'm a crock pot person, you know, I want to do a slow cooker or sometimes I'll do chicken breast roasted in the oven. Like it's, it's just for me, I do also do ground beef tacos, but it's just my easiest protein to do a million different things with. Like I can make Asian food. I can make Mexican food. I can make, um, soups. I've been doing a ton of, uh, like I just made a queso chicken soup the other day and it was super easy and delicious and um so that's like my that's my number one kind of protein to have in the kitchen and it and it's I think the reason why it trumps for me <laughs> the ground beef is because when I when I forget to thaw it because I will and I want to make something it's really easy to just cook from from uh frozen especially when you're doing a slow cooker or a pressure cooker yeah. especially slow cooker it's a non-issue so for someone you know like me who's not always completely planning out everything and I might have protein thawed in the fridge that's my favorite one to just throw in you can't really do that so much with uh ground beef so well okay. chicken thighs or chicken breasts both work and that is my kind of protein staple for the kitchen Maybe we could debate it at some point, but chicken's probably the most versatile protein, like yeah, meat. It can, I think you can so. use for anything. Like totally. I was thinking, well, beef and meatballs and stuff like that, but you can use chicken too. So anyway, yeah. that's a good one. Yeah. Um, my second one, I mean, these seem obvious, but I'm just hoping I, I at least mentioned one use that maybe you didn't think of or aren't using it for, and it is helpful in some way. Uh, olive oil is my second one because I use it in so many ways too. I use it on my body as a moisturizer and like skincare. I cook with it. I It's my favorite for making salad dressings and um, I use it for roasting vegetables sometimes and stuff like that. And then I also use it for things like um, oiling my leather shoes and I don't know what else, <laughs> but anyway, it gets used a lot. It makes me feel healthy. It's a beautiful smell and look looking oil so it's really fun to use um that's my number two yeah I pour it over calendula to make a calendula oil that I use Mm. on everything nice um my second one is arrowroot powder (laughs) wasn't expecting that uh yeah I (laughs) I so it's like it's a pantry staple for me I do use it to make slurries for soups and such instead of cornstarch but I actually mostly use it for um diaper powder so instead of baby powder like I don't use baby powder on my babies I never have I use arrowroot powder Um, oh no that's my next one oh so that so yeah the baby powder um if my kids have ever had like a diaper rash or just um, you know, like they'll, they'll, they'll just get, you know, you, you maybe you, if you have kids, you know what I'm talking about and you want something to like dry it out, but baby powder is really bad. Johnson Johnson had like a lawsuit, um, over it about, I believe it was, um, heavy metals that were found in it. Anyways, I'm sure there are some clean brands, but, uh, arrowroot powder is just, it's so versatile. Like I just, I break out the bag for everything. It's the same bag. And, um, so yeah. So diaper powder and then dry shampoo. So I have blonde hair. I've heard of people that have brown hair mixing it with the little cocoa powder. Mm-hmm. Um, but the white is fine with my hair. Like it blends in once I uh, shake it around. 
And um, that's the only dry shampoo that I use. So those are my three main uses. And I honestly use it more for the diaper powder and the dry shampoo, mostly the dry shampoo, but the diaper powder did come up somewhat recently. So that's why I thought about it. Um, Then the slurries, but it works great as a slurry too, if you're wanting to avoid the cornstarch. That's great. Yeah. Good for gluten-free baking. Do you apply it with a brush to your hair? No, I just put my fingers in, sprinkle it on my head rub it around with my Lauren you're the one who taught me about the SPF with the brush I started using a really like like a kabuki brush for my dry shampoo that's that amazing I just so well. I dip it into a little um a little jar of it and yeah I mix mine with cacao because brown hair yeah. Yeah. and it works so well and it makes me feel like it's fun it's a fun okay. process yeah, I should totally do that I bet you'd like that yeah, yeah that's a good one cool. and uh that's interesting about the slurries I was just thinking we might go through an experimental gluten-free phase again. Um, not that I notice anything different when I do, but I'm hoping to. And so that's good to think about air root instead of flour. Okay. Uh, my last one is gelatin, powder gelatin. And I need to reach for it more. So part of me using, like listing this one is um, to encourage myself because uh, something I use it often for is marshmallows. I love to make homemade marshmallows. It's really fun, really easy so much cleaner than the what you can get at the store um but it also has a multitude of other purposes it's uh really great I mean I haven't been pregnant yet but when I am pregnant I'm going to be taking it like crazy it's something you blow through rapidly when you're pregnant right we just read that in the book yeah um probably because all of the um amino acids and stuff yeah, I, a woman recently told me we burned through like 150 times faster when pregnant or something like that. I don't know if that's true. Fact check it. But um, we need it. And it's my favorite sleep remedy, actually. So I dissolve a spoonful in like a hot chamomile tea or something like that if I want to sleep extra well and just feel like my nourish or my nervous system is nourished. Um, this is at night, y'all. We're a little probably tired. I am. Um, yeah, I'm tired. <laughs> I'm talking about my favorite sleep remedy, but it really works. It's not to be underestimated. I know it sounds so light and I don't know, um, safe. It really is. Anyone can use it it's safe for like any age and all that kind of stuff. Um, but it's so effective. I love it like that. And you can also make a pore strip with it, which I have done. Mason and I have done as like a fun part of a day night hurts, but you know, those like Biore ones you put on your nose as a kid I don't know if it's the best thing to do but I missed those every every now and then and it really works how do you do that you dissolve some with a like uh, I don't know the measurements but basically a spoonful of really hot water and some gelatin and, and it becomes like a little jelly paste and you get it on quickly before it dries and then let it dry oh I want to do that that's fun I like that <laughs> uh okay this is my last one I actually combined two because they're like similar to me, which is onion and garlic. Mm. I I could have just done garlic because that's like the the one that I really use for multiple things, but onion is really important to me too. I use them in similar ways. So I, I use them in every recipe ever. Um, I always has at least one, if not both. I mean, there's exceptions for sure, but pretty much always. Um, so, you know, for, for a soup, that's going to be really simple. Like, for example, that queso chicken soup, 
like it had beans in it and but the, i didn't have it didn't have a bunch of veggies this is kind of modified it, it's actually pretty similar to a half-baked harvest recipe i really like her, her recipes recently and um you know i'm not gonna i wasn't putting a bunch of veggies i didn't want to chop everything but like it all it's gonna have an onion you know what i mean <laughs> like there's gonna be an onion in there um and yeah garlic is similar um i i use garlic in in most things that i'm cooking or many things that i'm cooking and garlic is also my favorite i'm starting to feel sick remedy i just crush a clove of garlic on a spoon and put honey over it and then swallow it um and a lot of the times it will totally just knock out whatever you're dealing with so that's that's like my I ha- obviously I have other herbal and you know allies that I reach for but that one is super simple if I ever t- told t- text Trevor my throat's hurting he'll be like honey and garlic right now <laughs> and it's been really effective um I've totally noticed a difference and I don't really enjoy eating it like that but it's, it's not horrible if you just swallow it and you're not you don't chew it or anything I don't like it now I, know you I chop it up <laughs> mason does too mason makes a fermented version and yeah. it usually looks gnarly and so i'm not always a fan of that one. <laughs> um yeah yeah that's questionable. oh you can also another thing that i've done is um you can put garlic steeped in olive oil and drop that in ears for ear infections mm. yeah and that that works really well too and would be great with pasta exactly actually i I took a spoonful of it from the fridge the other day thinking that i had made it with honey and was Mm. expecting it to be like kind of what you said you know that mason does and then i forgot that i had made it for an ear infection and it it was just so shocking to my system that it was just olive oil and not honey (laughs) yeah it was so like it wasn't bad it was just a really weird experience yeah and if the bottle's gonna you know if you're about to throw it out at some point you can just turn it into a salad dressing oh my gosh (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I love that you said that one. We use that as a constant staple too, of course. And I love that we listed all different things. I thought surely yeah. we would overlap. I know. We had like some things, you know, the honey, the olive oil that kind of worse <laughs> the, with the garlic. Like it was sim- it was in there, yeah, but yeah. they were all different. I loved it. All different. Yeah. Okay. Well, that one's it. We're going to keep it short to the point. Those are our pantry staples. I'm sure we could talk about more forever, but that's a good start. Three each. Mm-hmm. Okay, and let's do a high-low buffalo. So, um, I'm like, I could start, but I'm going to have to. You want to start or me? I can start if you want. Okay, if you got it, go ahead. Okay, I think I, I, I can think of it on the spot. Okay, so. You can go back and forth. Um, my high, I guess I'll go back to the dog. So, I got a dog for it was kind of between my birthday and Christmas when I was four and I she lived to be 18 and it was just like a super special thing and um Jasper has been begging for a small dog um for over a year for sure and we kind of had some stipulations and wanted him to to you know show us a couple pieces of responsibility that he would help us to take care of this new dog and um he really he really came through and so it was really it was really fun I we spent, I spent a lot of time figuring out what kind of dog and, you know, making sure everything was right. And, um, we got to surprise the kids with her, which was really fun. She's a, she's a toy Australian shepherd. Her name's Dixie. And, uh, this is our third dog, if you don't know. So <laughs> it's not as if, uh, this is our first 
rodeo <laughs> but she's great she's um we raised a few puppies now and she's been a really good puppy she she's pretty chill she she kind of fit right into everything pretty quickly I mean she has her moments she she you know she chews on the kids aggressively when they're aggressive with her it, like but it, it's all good you know she's a good girl um so that's been really fun uh what's my now I forgot my other ones even though I said I had them um there's no low when there's a puppy I know it's so fun I think I, I'll just combine my low and my buffalo because it's kind of both which is that Trevor opened I think I told you guys he's been opening a restaurant not his restaurant but for the same company that he's been opening he's opened a couple restaurants for now and managing it and um you know I think I told you guys we had six weeks of him being gone like all the time and now we're kind of in this you know new phase where he's still kind of gone all the time (laughs) but it's like all night now and I think we're just um I, I actually had an epiphany today and I was like recalibrating everything and thinking of my kind of ideal scenario, not in the sense of like my ideal job for him, but just how we would kind of lay it out. I think, I don't know, just as I enter like new phases of motherhood and my kids are a little older and I feel like I have more um, like of a grip on the day to day, you know, like when you have a new baby or like two, like when I had two young kids, a newborn and a two year old. I feel like you just need so much help. <laughs> okay, maybe that's silly, but I felt like that. And now that they're a little older and, you know, I don't know, I'm just more seasoned. It's kind of okay for us to have more time away from him during the day. So we're just kind of trying to figure out how we're going to structure that. And I guess the reason why it's my low and my buffalo is because he's really tired. We're not seeing him that much. And when we are, he's really tired. And my buff- it's my buffalo because this is very, this is a very unique situation like he's not going to be opening a restaurant every week for every year like this is just a season of a lot of like shifting for us and I always I always think that's fun because even though it can be kind of hard in the season of shifting it's always cool to like recalibrate to your your goals right and your ideals and what you want and kind of envision okay how would this work for everyone and yeah I also just like appreciate the flexibility that we have like he has some flexibility in his schedule and um you know it's it's a good it's a good season for this to be happening in the sense that like me and the kids are we're all good you know but Mm -hmm. I love just like thinking of what could be just even like best case you know and mm-hmm. kind of operating from that place of like, how can it always be, how can we always be trying to make it the best for everyone in the family? You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really do. <laughs> in some sense, just like resonating. Yeah. I hear you. Yeah. Um, my alone in Buffalo will be similar, but different. Yeah. So my high, I just had it a minute ago. What was it? <laughs> Uh, I think my high has just been uh, really savoring when I'm home right now, not taking anything for granted. Every cuddle and like interaction with the dogs, glance of the Christmas tree. I mean, it's just all feeling really special right now. And um, I'm just cherishing it because of my (laughs) buffalo and my low mixed together. So I think I've shared briefly that I've started a new position, new role. And so I have been gone all the time. I basically have five, 10 and a half hour days each week. If you include the drive, um, 
not basically that that is what it is so I'm sure you can imagine it's just there's not a lot of margin to take care of all the things that Mason and I have committed to taking care of and then also to try to pour into ourselves and our relationships I have a few friends really going through it right now so trying to feed myself dinner and show up for them to the best of my ability and clean the dishes and take care of the animals and you know pour into my marriage that's just been interesting to balance so far and it's it's a bittersweet thing because I really do love this role I've been able to help and connect with a lot of people listen to their hearts and connect them with things that help them and um, just have a lot of sweet interactions throughout the day feel some sense of purpose and um, passion and excitement around all of that and it's a genuinely great environment that I'm in and I like the people I'm with it's just so different than what I was doing before where I, I worked from home and I was, you know, able to take a break and say hi to the dogs or get some sunshine on my face any chance I wanted to. And I could really just um, make my my schedule flexible to what we all needed. So like the animals are doing this. I can, you know, shift my hours this way or that way or whatever, all these kinds of things. Whereas now it's kind of like, oh, I couldn't find a baby goat before work. I'm going to be gone all day. So has Mason. I hope I'm not anxious all day. I hope that she's fine. I hope I'm not a bad shepherdess for leaving, you know, um, which just to <laughs> talk about that specific instance, got home, found baby goat. Everyone's good. But yeah, there's just been a lot of that and adapting. So right now, just like what you said, Lauren, I like what you said. I'm really trying to focus on best case scenario be really grateful for everything throughout the day noticing like how lucky I am to have each of these things literally starting my day every day thanking God for my limbs and working senses and waking up next to my wonderful husband and you know getting to drive and arriving safely like really being grateful for those basic fundamental things that we often take for granted and then also imagining and holding tight to the goals and dreams I have that we're working towards, you know, what is all this for? Why am I away from home right now? Sacrificing time from everything so that I can be home later, you know, like all those kinds of things. Yeah. Sorry. That was long. No, it was good. Yeah. I think it's interesting. We're in like similar, but different seasons. And, um, I think we're both, it's interesting that we're both in this place kind of in a similar time of just being pulled in, at least that's how I feel in a bunch of different directions. Like I have, you know, the house, like, I'm not going to go through every category, but like, it's just a bunch of things. And it's, it's sort of like, even though they're all good plates that we're spinning, it's hard to keep them all spinning (laughs) at the same time and not drop one. You know, I feel like at the end of the night, sometimes I'll be like, okay, did this, this, and I'll be like, oh my gosh, I gotta do this, you know? Um, yeah and like you said like relationally too just like being there like showing up for friends and our like spouses and my kids and all these things that are really important and um our bodies totally I yeah (laughs) yes um actually I forgot my low is originally gonna be my cedar fever okay I'm gonna Um, say that for next week I'm not gonna talk about that right now because that's now a high because it's much better (laughs) so I'm glad I'm gonna take that as a win but it's just one of those things like you know of of the plates of like I have a million things to do today and I feel 
like crap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not today. I feel a lot better, but yeah, um, it's good. It's like, I, I really, I really agree with you in the sense that like, I don't have anything to be complaining about at the end of the day. Like everyone is good. It's just a season. Everything is well. It's just, um, and like, I think about what it could be, but it's doesn't make it easy it's like hard is not the same thing as bad but it's also not easy you know yeah well you pray about our plates that we're spinning (laughs) yeah yeah okay we're gonna pray now we need that (laughs) we need it (laughs) um dear heavenly father thank you for being here with us as we record this podcast and we just ask that you would continue to provide us strength and perseverance and be with us as we take on everything that we're taking on right now and guide us um, in wisdom in the right direction. And I pray that same prayer over everyone that's listening, that you would guide them in the direction that they're supposed to go and rid them of anything that is too much and um, give them guidance on what to say yes and no to, because that's such an easy thing to get wrong and give us discernment in that and um i i pray that you'd give us all rest and um just a season of of peace and we just thank you for this podcast um that we continue to choose and guide us in um in the direction that it's supposed to go we just we thank you and we pray this all in jesus name amen amen it's enthusiastic amen this time that's just what we needed thank you I, I, I don't know I why I It's like, what are you not eating? Sure why. Yeah. Well, right. well, yeah. Thanks for being here, you guys. Yeah. Good talking to you about things we slather in our hair and on our food. <laughs> or in our ears. <laughs> See you next week for more of that if you come back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bye, guys. Good luck this week. Thank you for listening to the podcast. I hope that it's brought value into your lives. For a minute here, I'm going to share about some things that have brought value into our lives. We've chosen just a couple of sponsors this season, and these are companies that we trust, that we use in our daily lives, and that we feel confident about bringing to you. The first company is Purity Coffee. Now, I love this coffee, and there are a couple of things that set it apart. The first is how they test their coffee for mold. As many of us know, as coffee is processed, it often molds. And so this is an important part of the process. If you listen to the podcast, you know that Lauren and I have both gone through extensive journeys with mold. And so because this is a staple for my family, it's very important that when I sit down for a cup of coffee, I know it's not a steaming hot cup of mold. I've never found another coffee company that's more forthcoming or honest about this process. The second thing is the taste. Their beans are not over roasted, which I find to be super rare. They retain their flavor and complexity, and I just really appreciate that. It makes it a really enjoyable part of my day.